Welcome to Kilgallen's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kilgallen, like to sit back, have some drinks with people, and recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Kilgallen's Pub, Instagram at Kilgallen's Pub. Subscribe to the Patreon. Just look up. Actually, I think the Patreon's my name, Joe Kilgallen. I've I've put up a lot of uh, stuff on there, like uh, podcasts that we've had to remove, and. Um, <laughs> Some like you know for legal reasons on a couple, and I'm like, no, I'm gonna still try to make some money off of it, <laughs> um, and some other things like that. And I know I've been promising more and more content for the Patreon, but it is on its way. Uh, apologies to the listeners, everyone. I was sick last week, and so like the last week and a half, and you could kind of hear it a little still in my voice. Like I feel 100, percent but like the voice isn't back yet, and that's why there hasn't been a podcast. So apologies all around there. But we're back. We got a fun one for you drinking some Maker's Mark with my man who's been on the podcast, I think probably a record five or six times now. I think it's six. Yeah, that's the voice of Jonah Jerkins, comedian, yes. producer, great human being. Oh, How are you, buddy? I'm very, I'm very, I'm doing well. Thank you for you, saying that. You Those are a very good human being. Thank you. I, you know? I believe you are as well. I think I I'm believe okay. you are. I don't think. Like, no, yeah. I, I mean. I believe you could be better. I could be better. <laughs> <laughs> I believe no, in the I potential think, you have. I think I'm a great person. Um, no, you're I, a fucking I great guy. I will say great. You no, are. I mean, I think I'm a pretty good guy. I obviously have a notoriously bad temper, but we all have our shit, I feel like. You've been working on that. I have lot. been. Yeah. I mean, you get older, you get a little more patient. Yeah, you just have like stressful months that you just kind of take it out on everybody. Well, I've been I'm, there. Yeah, I do. I have a stressful month. You're right. Yeah. And then the love, rest of the 11 months are totally cool. I'm yeah. like that when I drink too. I tell people I'm like a 95% happy drunk and then 5% of the time I'm going to headbutt someone, you know? Hey, uh, have you been like that? Um, I think have I'm you been like that in your 30s? Once. No. In my 30s, the only scrapes, they're not really fights, I call them scrapes, I've been in, I've talked about on the podcast and- you were at one. You were too drunk to know what was going on. Yeah, still to this Bodies day, no fell memory. at your feet. I yeah. remember you looking at me like, people on the ground. Yeah. You're like, dude, you were shit canned. Have we talked and about that story on this podcast? Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to try to like. Because I was buffering out everybody to the right of me, the the and way. they didn't know the fight happened. And then like uh, Blake Burkhart, I think, who's been on your podcast. He's been on the podcast. Yeah, George he, Fernandez. They, they, none of them knew about he, it. He like looked right at me, and I'm like gone. It was after a holiday party for Laugh Factory. Yeah. And then he's just like, Jonah, was there a fight that happened? And then I looked at him, and then I was like, and then I nodded my head, and then I looked forward, and I said, two shots of Malort, please. I thought he was just asking me for more shots. You did that. No I remember, idea. I do. See, I sobered up because I raced. We were going from Laugh Factory to Big City Tap. Yeah, we walked, AKA right? Big City. A lot of people walked, but I decided to run because our friend Danny Callis' girlfriend talked about being fast. And mm. then I was like, okay. And then she said, actually you remember race. That. And then I, I, of course, smoked her because I'm a man. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, um, I was out of breath though. I'm like, you were you were in way better shape. I thought about running around the block, even though the bar was <laughs> yeah, a straight yeah. line from where we were, just to be yeah. a showboat, you know. Yeah, or doing it backwards. Yeah, well, you know, high step is always fun yeah. too. Do a little Deion Sanders, uh, you know, you know that move that you used to on a kick return, like yeah. early '90s, where they get the fucking legs fully extended and shit. That's yeah. fun. And uh, yeah, so I sobered up from that. I was so out of breath that I I I was breathing heavy for the first twenty minutes of the bar, and oh, so wow. I think that was okay. But I remember popping by you, and you were like, "Shot, new shot, yeah. new shot." And yeah, I'm like, yeah. "All right, dude, you're not making sense, which is good. You I should know. be that way. It's a holiday party, right?" Yeah. That so that fight I was justified, and then the other one was um, Megan Gailey's bachelor party. Oh yeah, where I was justified right. there, and I can't think of any other ones in my thirties. No, what are you talking about? Since I've been married, that's yeah. A, no, I lost my wedding ring in a fist fight. My first wedding ring. Really? Yeah, that was like during that first polar vortex in 2014. Since <laughs> I've had kids, okay. I've only been into two scrapes. Because now that you have kids, I don't fuck around with, um, you know, you don't. You, it changes you. Obviously, everybody listening, having kids changes you in like the best ways. 
So you think more, oh, life is fragile because you realize how amazing life is. Right. You know, so I don't, I don't want to get, you know, I'm not going to get fucked up by, not that I would because you guys know me. Yeah. I know what the fuck I'm Oh, no, I, I feel like I never want to be in a fight with, I've never been in a fight. Ever? Ever. I, huh. I hate, I don't, I'm not like an, an aggressive guy normally. Like I'll stand up for myself. I've seen you yell once or twice, but rarely. It takes yeah, a lot that's when to I was having some pretty bad couple experiences at CYSK. Yeah. I was just stressed, but like I, I'll never like. I've been in. I've always also had. I don't know if I've talked about this on on your podcast, but I've always had huge friends, huge friends. Like all my friends are like. I mean, they played football through college, and then like one of my friends was that he was asked to be on the the Packer practice squad. Oh, that's still they still get like seventy five grand to be on the practice. Yeah, they still squad. get league min- minimum. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. Some pretty. But he's just like, oh, I want to do it. I'm like, all right, dude, that's. He's like, I'm just going to go take his internship. I'm like, you're an idiot, by the way. Was it an unpaid internship? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Dip shit. Yeah, I know. He's just like, uh, he's just a fun guy. Um, <clears throat> so, like, so the, why the, do you gravitate towards huge guys? Let's uh, analyze that. Huh? Well, uh, for some reason. Is your father a huge man? You no, he's like, like he was the shortest guy in my family. Yeah. All all right. my, all my, all, everyone in my family is over six feet, which sucks because I never got that what height. Are you like 5'9, 5'10? Yeah, I'm like 5'9 and a half, 5'10. Cool. And my dad was a little shorter than I was, but everybody else in my family, both sides are over, over six feet. And they're kind of like manly guys. You know, they all work like blue collar jobs. That's kind of like how, you know. What's what your mother's do. maiden name? Uh, Grosskopf. What? Grosskopf. <laughs> Grosskopf? Yeah, it's German for. That's what I've had the last two weeks. Yeah, Grosskopf. Yeah, yeah. It's German for big head. Is it really? And my grandmother's name is Betty Grosskopf. Her name is Betty Big Head. Damn, man. Which is like the funniest. My what poor a, mom. Weird. She, okay, grew up with Grosskopf. Not fun. Then she marries Jerkins. <laughs> Not fun. Then she gets divorced, and then she re-realizes, and she re- she marries to Cecinus, which rhymes with Papinus. <laughs> Papinus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then, so then, when she got divorced, she went back to Jerkins. I'm like, no matter what you do, it's going to be a bad decision. Well, she probably wanted to have the same last name as her son. She did, which was kind of nice. And are you you were her only boy? Only boy, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah only yeah. child. I mean, yeah, I'm an only child. Yeah, you, you can tell. In some um, ways, if you, if you to know well, me is to understand, I'm an only child. Yeah, I, I was gonna. Well, I was going to ask more about the not getting into a fight thing, but I could feel like you have a very only child, the hobby that we're going to share with the listeners. And oh, I'm excited yeah. about that. We'll get out. We can wait on the hobby. Um, obviously, I was messing with you about gravitating towards big dudes. <laughs> it was a joke. Well, um, oh, the, oh, the gay thing. Okay, cool. That makes no, sense. I'm joking. Oh. Well, you do have a great joke <laughs> about how people think you're gay. Yeah. And I never thought that, but the, when you bring it up, it is funny. You can see it. Like, oh, all you right, can see it. it's a man raised by nothing but women. Like there, It's there a little bit. And, well, I've uh, always seen you around. Your, your girlfriend right now is beautiful, I've, you know, and you, your girlfriends in the past have been beautiful, and you're a good-looking man, and you're like, the thing about you is you're into dude stuff. Yeah. But not, when you when you take a step back, you realize, oh, okay, so he has barbecues. Yeah. But he goes to an extent <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be like, oh, by the way, guys, I got like fucking, oh, I got this new seasoning. Yeah, really, that's really I, good. I did a dry rub for about three <laughs> hours today. Yeah. And, Oh man! By the way, I gotta clean my kitchen. It is a mess. Yeah. Like, if you right, look yeah. at my bathroom, it is like sense galore. Like I am so like uh, Soren Chonsky, who's a comedian out of New York, is a good friend of us. Like he always stays with me, and he's like, I always stay with you because you have like the best sense in your in your bathroom. And I'm like, you fucking ain't you right. You do. do. You have a clean apartment. It's somewhat and you have two cats. Clean. One cat now. Sorry. No, he's dead too. I put him down two weeks ago. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me this. Uh, no, I'm I didn't. Sorry, well, Sam's cat. It's cats? Just weird being like, how are you doing? Good. I, t- I took down my. I put down my cat. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like a weird. Well, I was heartbroken when um, Andy's went. Down. Yeah, yeah. Everest. That was, a, that was a hard. That was a really fucking hard. Everest just, for me. just had put Everest down, huh? Yeah, Everest. Th- they both went to about twenty. 
Uh, yeah, 16. That's pretty good. That's yeah, great, pretty good. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My cousin Doug and his wife, they, um, right after they got married, they went on their honeymoon and they lived like a couple blocks from me and they had a cat named Cujo. Oh, really? A funny that's name. a great name. The cat yeah. was like 20. Really? And uh, so I had to go over there to feed it while yeah. they were gone. And I remember being like, this thing's going to die Yeah. while I'm watching it. I'm going to get yeah. the blame, but I'm yeah. just really like, no, the fucking thing's 20. You know, yeah. it was a cute cat, but you could tell it just wasn't quite like there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, well, rub its head up against your knee, which is nice. Yeah, those guys are good. I mean, I love. I mean, they're the best guys I've ever had in my. And then, also the girl thing, where I'm like, I love my cats. Like they're great. Like that's yeah. part of the bit. But like, no, it's funny. That's why I didn't. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a problem with comedians. Sometimes they lie on stage, and you later as a comedian, you're like, oh, it's part of the bit. I gotta remember that. Yeah, I, I'm doing like the cat stuff more now, and it's, I've been working on it more just because it's kind of like in like. In, it's not like you're lying on stage, by the way. I don't want to make it seem like. Because no, your like, comedy's like honoring the truth. Yeah. Well, it'd be weird if you were if you do a joke about having cats and then later be like, oh, by the way, audience, they're dead now. Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, we were just laughing at that joke. And yeah. You didn't need to give us that much behind the curtain. There was like a funny story behind you know when I put down my other cat and then I just like realized that like oh like you can talk about your dead parents all you want but like you can't talk about like putting down an animal because like even the worst people like even Hitler had a dog he loved. Do you know what I mean? Like the worst yeah. person on, on earth. I don't know. I'm assuming he did. That's um, a big one. You know, this is why we were producer James. Look up if Hitler had a dog. Yeah. I can't wait to get on this watch <laughs> But that's list. the thing. is like the worst people you've ever seen in your whole entire life. They are like, they still like love their animals. Hitler had a dog I mean? named Blondie. Yeah. This what? is German Shepherd. That makes more sense than B-L-O-N-D-I. And German Shepherd, of course. Yeah. yeah. Duh. Yeah. Wasn't that an Always Sunny episode? It's like a painting of Hitler's dog or something? Probably. Like, yeah. That's a great show. I haven't seen it in like 10 so, years. Uh, it's, um, it, it dipped and it's so much better now. I heard it did, and then it came back to being really good. You know, it got really gross. The first four seasons were amazing. Five five seasons I loved. And then right around season six and seven, I don't want to see Danny DeVito's bare ass. Yeah. You know? Kind of got like, all right, like, I get it. It's sick humor. Someone's throwing up. There's shit. There's this, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, get back to a little bit more of the weird. Because, you know, we were talking about it recently. Um this is where we do our, our random stuff on this podcast where it's like, no, stick to topic. No, yeah. I got to talk about this. I know this... I have like five topics I want to talk about in my head right now. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll hold the thought. Uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Mick Betancourt, and um, my son Dylan, you know, a little nine-month-old, was like, you know, they just will make noises. So he's just like, ah, making sounds, and he's got like this little Tigger toy that he has. What was that word again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, that was the joke he made. <laughs> yeah. I said like, oh, he's over there, you know, throwing around his ticker. Yeah. And he's like, well, Jesus Christ, man, you might want to teach him not to say that yeah, word. Yeah, right. And I was like, Tigger. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it made me laugh. I think he was just messing with me, but yeah. it made me laugh really hard. And then I thought about like that episode of It's Always Sunny when he actually does say the N word. It's like the first episode of that show. That's what made it such a great show. Yeah. Great right away. Remember the black guy that they had met? He was a promoter. Yeah, and he and was like, he ended up being a uh, promoter for uh, gay, uh, bars. gay bars. Yes, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. he does say, "I'll have N words hanging from rafters, from the rafters." Oh yeah, and they're like, "Did you can't?" Say and that? then yeah. they, they, well, they didn't tell him that, but Charlie yeah. quoted it because they were like, "Should we use him?" I mean, he's he seems to do good yeah, work. Yeah, that's right. And, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Yeah, I mean, he'll have N words hanging yeah. from rafters," quoting him. And yeah. then the waitress that he's into, who he's married to in real life, that actress, she overhears and she's like, "Oh wow. really? I didn't know they're actually married." Hitler. Yeah, they're married in real life. Oh, okay, that makes and sense. And Charlie's married to um, not Charlie, Mac. Matt's married to the sister. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What married to her? Oh, Caitlin Olson. Who's great? She's great. That yeah. first season's great. Like before they added Danny DeVito, that it was like great, and it was. I like, thought he was a good add too for a while. So too, yeah, and then, then it, it got, got a little, little too much. It got a little too much, but then it's good again. But people forget South Park was amazing when it started, yeah. and then that show dipped. It did, and then it came back strong. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know? When they lost Kenny, I thought those years were kind of. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Kenny's yeah. back on it now, though, right? Yeah. Good. I hear it's better than ever now too. Does he still die in every episode, Kenny? Not sure. 
Yeah, because that was such a great gag, especially for... Because I think when the show started, it was like, oh, this is something that 13-year-olds could dig. Oh, yeah. And I think they still do. But I remember everyone had South Park shirts. Well, kind of grew up with us, because now it's like social satire, right? So then, like, it's smart. Like, the comedy's smart now, and we all kind of know. So it, it's like, it, 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 it grew with the audience. It did. Which is kind of nice. How old were they when they started, I wonder? Trey Stone and Matt They're younger Parker. than us, probably. No, well, they made started. their... I was 13. They weren't 10 no, when No, 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 I mean us right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were, probably, they were probably like late twenties when they started. So maybe yeah, because they made that Spirit of Christmas. Yeah, and that got sped around by everybody. It was like when people were passing VHSs to everybody, which is like a really cool. Like, like YouTube now is amazing, right? And it's, yeah, obviously it's helping all of us out, and it's really great. But like that old like buzz of being like, did you get that tape? Oh my god, this person got the tape. Make me a copy like that. Like how cool that to me that I love. You know, we can talk that. It's a good thing to the next thing, but physical media to me is like really cool, and like the like you're into something before anybody else is like really kind of fun. That is you cool. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So just for context, they made Spirit of Christmas in 92. Wow. In college. So they were probably 19 or 20 when yeah. they made the South Park. Crazy. Yeah. I was like seven in 92. Yeah. So, and um, that's the same thing even with It's Always Sunny in Philly. They made like a 15 minute pilot for like 400 bucks. I heard it was even less. Yeah. 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 And I they just kind of knew the right they guy. They just had a friend hold a camcorder. Well, yeah. There was no like real cuts and or angles. It was like in LA and they're actors. Yeah. They're struggling actors. Yeah. It was at a friend's pool. Yeah. Pool yeah. party or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Which and I've been just, to parties like that. There's yeah. always one person stealing food that they're going to have later. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what Charlie was doing. Or there was like stuffing beers in his pocket for them to leave that party, you know? Yeah. You just kind of like randomly run into like the right guy to give it to. Those parties in LA were kind of fun. Except for what I hate about LA. We're talking about TV shows. I couldn't openly shit talk random TV shows because people. One time I was somebody knew somebody. Yeah, one time I was yeah. talking shit about some show. I think it was like two broke girls, and someone's like, "Oh, me!" I'm like, "What?" They're like, "Dude, it's one of the writers is right over there." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, "Well, good, cool. tell them <laughs> to fucking come over here. I got some ideas." Yeah, you know, that, that's, that's what that's what that's what every that's annoying. what every performer needs is an idea for. <laughs> we all love that. I know, I know, but yeah. as a writer, a little different. I'll be like, "Here, drop these sex characters, and now yeah. you have yourself a show." Yeah, you're well, it's like, okay. one character. Then, yeah, I like her. She's story, hot. Story the B. Story B on episode four is not. That's a Whitney Cummings show, who I love a lot. Two Broke Girls, love, but I like her a lot. Yeah, she co-created that, and it came. So she wrote her own show, Whitney. Yeah, and then she co-created with Michael Patrick King, who I think was like a Sex in the City guy. Okay, um, I think that was a show. Uh, two Broke Girls. Yeah. So she had two pilots that both got bought, and then they both got made, which is and then made and picked up, yeah. which is insane. Pilots getting bought, it's it's all, all super hard. It's yeah. all super hard. But they buy them all the time without ever making them. Right. Then you make the pilot, and then whether or not it gets picked up is also a fucking. Yeah. It's, it's all of it's a lottery in a weird yeah. way. Because we know tons of great people who end up not getting. You know, and we're like, well, why didn't they? And then yeah. there's great comics like Mulaney was is a great stamp comic. His show couldn't have sucked more. Yeah. You know, some I wanted to be so good because like, just because like we knew some of the people that were on it. Yeah. No, I like Mulaney. Um, as a stand-up, but I always forget about him. Yeah. Like, when people go, who are your favorites like right now? I start to name him, and they go, what about Mulaney? I go, oh, yeah, yeah, I like him a lot, yeah. too. And yeah, that's not yeah. like a disrespect to him. I think he's, he's got good stories and everything like that, but there's never, I don't know, at least to me, like Chappelle and Burr, though, guys like that, yeah. I mean, obviously they're like legends at this point now. Yeah. But they always seem to have that one joke where you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, you're, and as a comic watch, and I'm like, I'm never going to get to that. Yeah. I feel like holy a, shit. I think you know? if you really listen to Mulaney, there's a lot like that there. I saw him when he was vamping for his last he special. He just coded in some niceness. Yeah, he's not. Maybe, he's not that. Not he's pretty dark though. Like he can be. Yeah, you know, maybe I got. He's gotten him, definitely more broad as he's gotten like as he's eight or as he's progressed. But like the one thing I noticed with him too is like I was watching 
you know, because I, I, we were kind of talking on this pre-podcast about like just like kind of watching things and you're kind of analyzing the whole time. Like, so when I see live comedy, like in the big, big venues, when it's like bigger comics, I never really laugh. I just kind of like just watch, you know, and yeah, like, I'm like, oh, how, OK, I see what he did there. OK, how's he going to do that? Like, or they or whatever. And like Mulaney was the one where I'm like laughing my ass off the whole time. And also I was like, how is he getting he's going to burn this audience out. There's no way he can sustain, sustain this for over an hour. And he did. And I was like, I don't know how he did that. You know, I have had people who've seen him live say that it was the best show they've ever seen. Yeah, it was one of the so. best shows. And my girlfriend and I broke up that day. So it was like, and I still, I still have good memories of it. You break up in the morning? Yeah, it was on my birthday. She dumped you on your birthday? Yeah, she gave me a, she gave me a card that said, uh, so there's more to come on it. Because she originally, she was like, like I, I was like meaning that? to give you another gift. Uh-huh. And then it just kind of didn't happen. So I was like, you could have just erased that. And, she, and I'm like, it's pretty funny. I mean, what a fun. So she gave you that thing. There's more to come. And then the more the to come on the card. You? Yeah, it was so funny. Oh, my God. Although, you know what would be pretty <laughs> you sexy, give props dude, to somebody where you're like, that was a pretty good move. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. That, was, that was amazing. Yeah, that is pretty good. You know, like sometimes when you're like in an argument with somebody and they say something like really shitty to you. And then you have to kind of be like, okay, so we're still in an argument. But like, by the way, that comment. That dug at me at the core, and it was perfect. And that was, I don't know what it is, but don't forget that comment because it was perfect. Okay, back into it. Fuck you. Why the fuck would you? We were talking about me losing my shit earlier. Our good friend of ours, Danny Callis, one time, because I got I was yelling at him about something. He's like, dude, you're not fucking 25 anymore. Oh, Grow the fuck up. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And he goes, oh, by the way, wasn't that cute back then either? And I'm like, oh, it's a little no. cute. Is it a little cute? Yeah. Come on. It's kind of funny. Someone's snapping, throwing shit. It's not fun for anyone. Dude, that's the worst when you're just like, Oh, that was pretty good. Yeah, and you can't even like argue against yeah. it. Tip the hat, move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I loved. Like, uh, I oh, oh, so go back to the, the, my black, uh, my big friends. I went to almost. I went to when I moved. Okay, so I I kind of grew up in rural Wisconsin in Oconomowoc, which is like there's a lot of lakes down there. And this also is a comment on how racist Oconomowoc is. How or how slightly racist Wisconsin is. It doesn't mean to be. So all the all the the names, most of the city Native names American, are Native right? American. Yeah. And the thing is, is you get raised in an elementary school, and they tell you like a fairy tale based story of how the name came about. Yeah, and it's always slightly racist. <laughs> like I was told that in Oconomowoc, because there's like twelve lakes there, that how that became name is that there was a Native American boy walking with his mother, and they walked around all the lakes, and his, the boy looked at the mother and was like, "Mom, I cannot no more walk." Jesus Christ! Yeah, and that's what I was taught in school. Was like that was like a cute little, yeah. And then Oconomowoc for up until a few years ago, their mascot was the Coonies. <laughs> so we'd always be like, "Are you gonna see the Coons tonight?" Like that was like yeah. not realizing that you're saying a very terrible thing. And their mascot was a was a was a um. Please, it's a raccoon, right? It was a raccoon, oh, but with God. a rob with a robber's mask on. Why do they do that to raccoons? They always make them to be bandits. Yeah, they have bandits. Yeah. My wife's high school in Chicago, they were the bandits. And it was a raccoon. And it was a raccoon. Yeah, the robber's mask on. I don't on. think they had the robber's mask on. They just, but still, it's a bandit. Yeah, a bandit's yeah, yeah. a robber, and it's a raccoon. Though. Yeah. And they finally changed it, and they just changed it to the raccoons. And everybody hates the name. It's like the Oconomowoc. What is, what is with that shit, man? Fucking sports fans get so obsessed with names and everything like that. Yeah, and like it's like the, it's okay to change your shit to look at. I look at it like from a capitalist point of view. If you're a Redskins fan, look, Redskins is an offensive name. It is very. I know there might be some people listening. It's like, oh fuck that shit. It's too goddamn sensitive. I'm like, uh, look, you can't get around it. The, no. the, the owner, the original person, had a history of racism yeah. in, in, towards Native Americans in particular, and it is it's Redskins, and, and yeah. a lot of them don't like it. 
And I know there's other team names that like Blackhawks seems to a lot of Native American groups seem to be cool with them because it's like an, it's more honoring, I guess. Yeah. But even some people don't like it. The Cleveland Indians logo, a big red faced smiling Indian yeah. who looks drunk off his ass. Yeah, yeah, I could see them having a problem with and that. His name's you know? Chief Wahoo. Like, yeah, like Chief Wahoo. Wahoo. Yeah, like, that's Wahoo. not a yeah. name. That's like it's what that's fucking just, Wario says. Yeah, in Mario Brothers. Yeah. Because you know? that, and that's thing. So I moved to from Oconomowoc. I moved to Wauwatosa. Which is a suburb of Milwaukee. Oh, I'm sorry, real quick. The Capitals' point of view that I was naming oh, I'm is sorry, yeah. if the Redskins change their name to like the I don't know the, the Rangers or Red Rangers yeah. or the Warriors or the fuck they want to call themselves, um, all that old Redskins merchandise becomes worth money now. Yeah. So there you go, guys. If you got a bunch of red Redskins stuff, where you're like, well, that. I'm going to lose this jacket. Now you can still yeah. wear the jacket, but it's going to be worth a couple bucks, maybe. Yeah. Whatever. And everyone's going to be like, I don't know, for some reason, I'm selling a lot in Mississippi. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, man. <laughs> They're kind of going for any price on that. That's insane. It's right next to the Confederate flag, don't Yeah, it's pretty great. They're I saw some... a dude driving in Chicago down freaking uh, Milwaukee with a Confederate flag. Hanging Are you out serious? Yeah, that seems so serious. out of place. It's a truck. Yeah. Why do those dudes always have trucks? I know. Why does it feel like that's their car? I've never seen a Prius with a fucking Confederate flag. Because you can't go like mudding. With a with a Prius, yeah, I guess it was an Illinois play too. So he clearly lived here. It just felt like a dude, one of those dudes. There are dudes like that, and as much as liberals annoy the shit of me, I don't think they invite the fight. Yeah, I think a lot of the the, the people like that want the fight. So they're like, I'm gonna have this because fuck people who are against it, or fuck people who think I shouldn't, or whatever. Yeah, and they almost kind of like. You know what I mean? That's why they have the pickup truck. That's why they have that shit because yeah, in yeah. case shit, they want to put out that whole front that. Like, I'm the wrong motherfucker to mess with. Yeah, yeah. In case you want to pull up next to me and be like, hey, dickhead, you guys lost that war about 180, 75 years ago. It's an enemy flag. It's a fucking enemy flag. Yeah. And and I've I've talked about how I love the South. Southern people I've met have been really good. And I think it's, you know, it's fun to do the whole, like, I'm a hillbilly. You know, it's fun to give them some shit, but... um, They're totally overrated and they're cool. Well, yeah, yeah, but that's still the ones who cling to that shit. It's just like, dude, it's... It's fucking a war for slavery. Yeah. You're really gonna and then they try to be, it was states' rights. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure it was. States' rights about what? Yeah, I know. Yeah. People forget though, dude. At the height of slavery, less still less than two percent of Americans owned slaves. I think it was like one point seven percent. Yeah. Sure. So and you yet, think that's, a, a, that's war, an okay number? No, that's I think what you're, I, that's what you're no, saying. No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That is not yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying a war was fought, meaning poor people fought for rich people's rights to own shit they were never going to be able to own. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, they're doing the same thing now. Yeah, that's, that was my point about that. Really, everyone's yeah. like, "You can't, can't do that because you know, blah blah blah." It's just that it was. It's six hundred thousand people died. It was fucked up. Anyway, let's go back to silly shit. Silly shit. <laughs> yeah, man. You're, I cut you off about a quantum economy walk or what's it called? Oh, so I moved to tomahawk. A, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's probably tomahawks involved. And, and uh, that dude, I was in a Wisconsin bar last night in Chicago at Will's Northwoods. And I, I, I don't, that story got brought up where I was like the Conway thing, and then of course, right to the right of me, which and this is a famously Wisconsin bar, there is like a, a, a thing for like a, um, every Saturday we do a powwow or something like this yeah. in Wisconsin. I'm like, oh god, this is not doing good for me at all. Um, but then I moved to Wauwatosa, and Wauwatosa ended up being, and the story behind that is a, a little, it's always a little Indian boy, a little Indian boy stubbed his toe and looked at his mom and goes, oh mom, Wauwatosi, like his toe. And that's how Wauwatosa got born. Um, these are things you learn when you're in elementary school. I think kangaroo is some bullshit like that, too, where, um, you know, the English settlers in Australia asked, like, the aboriginals, what do you call that animal? And they said kangaroo, uh, yeah. um, which I later translated to, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, that's what funny. they were saying. 
Yeah, I love and then that. later someone's like, "Ah, oh, that's not really true." But then someone's like, "Well, that one word for I don't know is similar to I don't fucking know." That's not me. Yeah, I could look up later. Let's go. Once we get James, a lot of Google requests today. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Google that. Yeah. Um, we just want to fuck up your, your whatever. Um, yeah, you're working out. But Tosa was a Tosa was a bus school, so it was predominantly a, or it was like fifty fifty like black school. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So like for some reason, I just like always have had a lot of like, like football player friends that are also like black you know you trying to say black people are bigger than other people no but they're football players i think but they're Danish also like are the biggest huh i think denmark has the tallest human beings well i'm not saying that i'm just saying they just no, were like football you're, players you're who, a black supremacist well there are black friends who also were football players <laughs> yeah yeah no i have a lot of tiny black friends here in oh my uh, god here man. in here in chicago comedy uh, one we have one friend who i'm not going to name but we remember that it was like softball not the game i threw a bat um and he struck out playing softball, which is really, really hard That's to really do. That's really hard to do. Oh, I, I know thought exactly it was like a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, you're a terrible athlete. Oh, it was embarrassing. Which was shocking because he, he's a terrible athlete. He, yeah. he admits it. Yeah. But um, because he's, not because he's black and shocking, but because he's a good dancer. I've seen him dance. He's a good oh, dancer. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because you think he has coordination. You'd think. I yeah. think if you're a good dancer, you should be at least. Athletic enough to hit a softball that's moving four miles an hour that's fat as fuck in air. You know what I mean? You know the one thing that's I don't. A big thing. This is one thing I never really understood is like ath, like unathletic people because like you know you have more of a sports background, yeah. right? I I have kind of a sports background, and when um and James you work out all the time and mm-hmm. you, you know, and it's like weird when you're around creative types when that kind of like you kind of that aura changes to like okay these are people that just aren't into that and then they are like yeah man I was working out and they flex and you're like you don't even know how to flex your arm. <laughs> <laughs> like they're always like I was like flexing like that I'm like how, how do you not even know how to flex your arm you know what killed me about women growing up is uh like they do this thing that they're like like that and you're well, like that's I, not how you flex no, yeah. <laughs> no like, I, I was gonna say I knew I remember girls like I I'm getting really rich I'm like, like what are like, you <laughs> yeah yeah but you ever see girls they like guys this is how you do it yeah you curve yeah. your arm up to make it pop and you know how you make it a little bigger you you go just a little bit more there that, that more pops like up that. Your, yeah. your bicep more but I remember one time the remember I see girls head. do it they do it like this yeah and it's, it's like not, it, it feels like a three year old it feels man. like a three year old yeah that, that's they also do that like they like look how strong I'm getting I'm like you look like you're telling me like I'm so big <laughs> yeah you know like, like how big how is Jennifer big, so big yeah it's like insane. But dude, so my friends are so like so big, and then like, and then like when you if you look at us together, you don't like when you see us together, you can see that they're friends. But sometimes if you just see him and me, you're like because he's also like I don't know six five, like three fifty, like like that's muscle. A, that's a big fuck, that's a big dude, and his yeah. name's Chininya uh, Nikita Da. So that's like you don't fuck with that guy, right? No. And we were at a bar once. We used to you work. Be able to report that name to the police if you had. To. I don't know how to spell it. Like that's, that's why you want to fuck. With I had I had a friend named Marcellus. Uh, Chinyanye, uh Saeed, uh, Kingston, me and Nick. And one time we all went out. And it was funny because when we would meet people, it was like, um, they're like, uh, yeah, could we, t- uh, uh, what's your names? And then it was like, uh, I'm Jonah. This is Ninye, uh, Saeed, Kingston, uh, Marcellus, and Nick. And they'd be like, Nick, it's nice to meet you. Like, I'm not going to fuck <laughs> up any of your names because it's just the weirdest names. So we go to this bar. Uh, I used to work this um, bar, like beer delivery thing during the, college we go to this bar we're like t- exhausted i'm wearing a hat like i'm wearing now and we sit down and also the thing is that like this is like at the height of my douchiness and this is like also the height of like people just not liking me instantly right and this guy comes up and he goes uh he goes hey dude you got an issue and i my friend's sitting right next to me and he, right just kind of like mind his own business and i'm like what do you mean and he's just like you got a problem it's the bouncer i'm like i don't understand what you're saying man he's like you look like you're trying to get a fight what's going on 
And I go, how do you, how, well, how so? And he's like, I can tell by your eyes. And I go, I'm wearing a hat. How can you even see my eyes when I walked in? Yeah. And he goes, I don't want your fucking lip, dude. You got, I got a fucking problem with you, dude. You, you got a problem here? Are you going to start something? What's, what's the fucking deal? And then my friend looks over and he goes, hey, excuse me. This is my best friend. Do you have a problem with him? And the guy goes, looks at me and then looks at him and then looks at me and then looks at the bartender. And he goes, um, uh, and the, we know the girl's name's Ashley. She goes, Ashley? And my friend goes, are you fucking kicking us out? Is that your fucking problem? We're not starting shit. We just want a drink, dude. And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm buying you guys shots. I'm going to buy you shots. Just to let you know, I'm sorry. And then Ashley comes over and he's just like, what do you guys want? And we're like, James, whatever. And then he's trying to be funny. And he looks at my friend Ninja and he goes, hey, man, uh, I'm sorry, dude. I, d I didn't know this was your friend. Uh, it would have been hard trying to get, having to get through you to get to your friend. And my friend looks at me and goes, you never would have gotten through me. <laughs> and then he goes, Make those doubles, please. <laughs> and then the whole rest. And then of you guys fucked Ashley at the bar. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And nice. the whole other night, the whole rest of the night, he's like, "Hey, man, so like, can you teach my brother how to play football?" And he was like trying to get him money. <laughs> so I'm so used to that. So yeah. when I moved down to Chicago, so I'm used to like being able to talk shit and not have to worry about it. So when I moved down to Chicago, that was a rude awakening when you find out that all, this is before you and I are friends. When all your friends are just comedians and these tiny scrawny people, when they want you to protect them, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not a protector at all. I have protector friends, you know, like. And and that's got me in trouble a couple of times. So I've been hit twice since I've been in Chicago. Did you hit back? Well, the first time <laughs> I did, I did do. Oh, a I remember you told me the first time it was like in the first ever podcast of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the one dude hit you when you were going to that bar, right? Well, I was like outside of a bar, and he's trying to say he's a comedian, and I I challenged him on the fact that he's not a comedian. So he hit me, yeah. and then I just asked him a lot of questions about it. I was just like, "Did you just hit me?" Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like. Like, why would you hit somebody? That's even more embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the guy. If I were to, if I, I were to take a punch. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I were to pop a guy, and he and the guy was like, "Did you hit me?" I'm He's like, like yeah. "Yeah." He's like, "Well, why?" And you're, yeah. I'd be like, "It like, like hit him weird." Did that not hurt you? Because yeah. I felt like I fucking yeah, you like know. really got you. He was so drunk, and he was like, and he like, like literally was just like. I, I don't know, like you could like, challenge. It feels like a mouse, like tapped me in the cheek. It no, feels I, like what? I would have been saying that back. I was like, like, why, dude? But I more I was like, why would you hit somebody? <laughs> so you know, like, like a real question, like why would you hit somebody? And then he was just like, I don't know, man. Like he challenged the fact that I wasn't a comedian and I'm new to the city. And I'm trying to make a name for myself. And I've punched Jonah Jerkins. Yeah, and then I was like, well, you try to make a name, you'll never work in this town again. And then I walked away from him. <laughs> And you had no power back then. I had then. no power. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any power now. But you like, got power now. Oh, yeah, power. You got yeah. some. Yeah. And then he you was hear just, that? Chicago so comedians listening? But he literally, he, JJ. Yeah, he literally was like, oh. And then I just kind of walked away. I didn't mean to call you JJ, by the way. You're not a JJ. I'm a Triple J. What's your middle name? Jeff. Jonah Jeff Jerkins. Yeah. Jesus. I would think JJ is like a fat name. Um, no, I know. The only JJs I know are the JJ bartender and a good friend of mine, JJ Campisi, who I knew okay. since I was like 14. That dude's skinny as shit. The fast kid in my school is named JJ. Sorry, JJ. You are skinny as shit. Yeah. Um, What's, what, I don't know any fat JJs. I don't know where no? you get that from. It's weird how you kind of grow up and you're kind of like, okay, JJs. Like Jack, I always think is like kind of a weird kid in school. Um, yeah, I knew, I know a Jack who was fucking kind of weird now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some names. There are some names where you're like, oh yeah, this yeah. fucking guy. Right? Yeah. Like what, like... I always thought Claire was a fat girl's name because of Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, Claire, it's a I feel like there's a lot of weird Dons name. out there. Don. See, dude, I just finished. I just I was binging uh, Mad Men the last like, two or uh, three weeks. Yeah. Were you ever a Mad Men fan? I want to get in. I watched it the first season. Uh, I liked it. I just, it was, I just it was, was real busy at the time. You know, I think I started it like four times in the past and make it past like the first episode too. But this time I was like, I'm going to get into it. And I fucking loved it. And there's some episodes that really have your brain going. And yeah. then- 
There's a couple episodes where I'm like, the fuck? That was kind of, I don't know. Overall, it was good, but Don Draper is the main dude. And, you know, he's like classic 60s, like womanizer, smoking, yeah. constantly oh, drinking. Yeah, but like, yeah, you, so he's it's cool. like Don Draper. Don Draper. It's not Don. like, oh, you date Don. There really? is a type with the Don. Yeah. You don't see a Don as like a... Like a Trevor? Like a frailing... Like, Trevor's a fucking douche. Yeah, he's always like a douche. Trevor's a douchey like one. A douche. Um, How do you feel like Polly's? If you meet a girl named Polly. I've never met a girl named Polly. I just know the Nirvana song Polly. Oh, yeah. It's a fucking bird's name. Who's naming their daughter Polly? I knew a couple of Polly's growing up. Polly, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Po- was there a Pocket Polly or Polly Pocket? Wasn't that a fucking toy? It was a toy. I don't know. Good memory. All right, I'm getting a little off track here. Yeah, uh, I was going to say like, about your cat story didn't go that well. well. No, no, we had the cats. We got we got sidetracked by the cats because you were saying like you know even Hitler had a dog, and then they reminded me that whenever I see a homeless person with a pet, I get really sad. And then it also makes me appreciate dogs and and, and stuff like you get, mostly you, dogs. You, you, you get real sad for the dog. Cats. No, that well, crazy. no, I mean I get a little sad for the dog only if the dog's starving and the yeah. guy I get sad for the guy. Obviously, you get you know you're bummed out for the homeless person too. But um, you would think the dog would be like get your shit together, dude. You think, but then, dude, that, that's why dogs are amazing. They love unconditionally. Yeah, they're just like this is my guy. I love this guy. Yeah, and every now and then, I've, I've seen like there's always a video here or there where like some dog shelter people took a dog away from a homeless guy, and the homeless guy's like crying, giving my dog. And it's yeah. like fucking breaks my goddamn heart, man. Yeah, that shit, dude. Or the homeless guy that got I don't know if it was a homeless guy, but there was a guy in like I think it was England that got hit by a car, and passed away, and then the dog. No, that was like in um, some Eastern Bloc country. Okay. But I remember that but one. But you know the, the story, The dog, yeah. yeah, that fucking broke my heart. Then. Yeah. So the, this guy, everyone, this, it, it, you'll probably eventually see it on Facebook or Twitter. It, it makes the rounds every few months or so. This d- guy got hit by a car, like crossing the street, and the dog for the next two years. Was he a homeless guy? No. No, he was, he a normal was guy? a dude. Yeah. And um, the dog wouldn't leave that spot. And anytime that color, the color car, like a silver car hit the guy, anytime a silver car went by, like the dog would bark more aggressively and like go towards it. And people were worried about the dog all the time. And they'd, some people try to take it in and the dog yeah, just always run back. They would right? bring food and yeah. stuff like that. And the dog just basically like slept at that intersection, like on the street. Yeah. And um, eventually that dog got hit by a car. Yeah. And then they built, they put like a bronze statue of the dog right there. And yeah. they named it the corner. It was fucking heartbreaking though. But like, dude, think about if that you're kind of like a relationship love, that you're like, why didn't you do that for me? Like, wouldn't you want a relationship doing that for you? Like, how, how, how great do you that? think you, about death a lot? Do you? All the time. Of course, my parents died. Oh, yeah, and I just dog. put down both my cats. <laughs> <laughs> I had my cat die in my arms. So yeah, of course. Yeah. So the life, ex- I, I felt the life escape out of my cat. Yeah. Do you really feel the life go away? Well, dude, the first cat I put down in my arms. I know this is really fucked up, but like it's, everybody's gonna experience this. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm still laughing. That was one had... of the funniest responses. You think about death? Yeah, both my parents died. My cats died in my arms. Um, yeah. yeah. So it pops in there from time to time. Um. No, oh, dude, man. like, dude, when I, when I, my cat, like, the first cat, I was, like, really upset, kind of knew this was going to happen, you know, I got the phone call, and I'm like, oh, fuck, and I went there, and this guy was just like, all right, you know, he's like, he, everyone's really nice at the place I was at, and then he was just like, he said something to me, I don't know why I said this, but he said something to me, and I go, I don't know, man, I read your Yelp reviews, I don't know if I trust your opinion, and he, goes, <laughs> he looks at me, and he goes, excuse me, and I go, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm a, uh, a comedian, I'm, sometimes I'll make a joke at an awkward moment to kind of make myself feel better. And he goes, okay. And I go, but I've also read your. I go, I read your. I've also read your Google reviews, and they're not any better. And then he goes, I know you're a performer. I looked you up, and I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. Before I have to deal with any of, um, uh, any of like the people I'm, uh, like grief, the clients, oh, yeah. owners. I just kind of want to know what I'm walking into. And I, he's like, you have a podcast, 
and he's like your performer and stuff and i was like yeah and i was like don't expect me to be funny the whole time and he was like yeah i thought you'd be a little funnier <laughs> like you know he's like and i'm like holding my cat while she's dying and you know we're having this like, real fun this real fun uh, back and forth you know and then he's just like all right like okay you have all the time you want uh in the world um just you know i'm here all night tap on my door when you know you're ready to do it so you know says my goodbyes whatever does that you know, the shit happens, uh, you know, whatever. I won't get into the details of that. And then he's just like, okay, I'll walk you out. And I was like, I appreciate that. And I'm like teary-eyed, right? I'm never, I've never had to put down an animal before, right? Every other time I've always moved away. And then I just kind of, like, get lost in the ether, you know? Yeah. So then <clears throat> I'm, like, upset. And the guy's walking me down. He's just like, it seemed like he has a really special bond. And we were all rooting for her. She's a really beautiful cat. You know, all the shit. All the shit that he says to everybody else. She was a good-looking cat. <laughs> she was a good-looking cat. Uh, and he just, like, he goes, oh, well, I'm really sorry, you know, for your loss and you know if you need anything let me know and i I shook shook his hand and i was like thank you very much and i looked up to him and i go you should listen to my podcast it's really funny (laughs) 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 and then he started and he started laughing i go that's how you set up a joke and i walked away nice nice yeah yeah, leave him wanting more too yeah 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 so when the second cat went to die did you make some more jokes no nothing funny ah man Uh, yeah anyway i brought the death thing like you know, they had Kobe Bryant's memorial today. Did you watch the clips from that? I've seen the clip. The Jordan one was, uh, Jordan had a funny thing. That you meme thing was this. great. You see this, James? No. Because James Webb uh, has the Jordan meme Christmas sweater that they accidentally gave him two, and then he gave me the Jordan yeah, meme yeah, yeah. Christmas sweater, which was a big hit at one of the holiday parties. Um, Jordan's like talked for like 10, 12 minutes about how him and Kobe had a friendship, and you know he was doing some heartfelt stuff. He's crying the whole time, and then sure. at the, in the he's middle, he stops. Liar. Yeah, he's not a good cry. In the middle of it, he stops. He's like, man, he's got me up here crying. I'm going to be another damn meme. You know? For a couple more years. <laughs> it's everyone, like three more years of this meme now. Yeah, yeah. And everyone in the crowd was just yeah. dying. They were, they were yeah. cutting to every NBA star, and they're like fucking laughing their asses off. So it, uh, It's crazy how competitive the, those performers are. Not performers. Athletes are. Athletes, they have yeah. to be to be at that, that caliber and level. You have to be a little psychotic. That yeah. even their... Even their Memorial speech, memorial speeches, even their um, uh, whatever speeches, eulogy, eulogy. Thank you sure. very much. Even the eulogies are still them talking about how great they are. Well, a lot of the like more, Shaxx like, was like that, yeah. and then uh, Magic's was like that. Kimmel's kill- crushed me. I didn't hear Kimmel's. Oh, he's just crying the whole time, like a little fucking. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like you know, when you see like somebody who's like supposed to have it with it all the time, and they kind of crack. Yeah, like even F- um, uh, Fallon's speech after Kobe passed. About like how they got beer together once when they yeah. both were unknowns, which is really good. That's great a great thing. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, I forget every now and then Jimmy Fallon will have a story or something I'll see where I'm like, you were once cool and likable. At once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think his show just, I don't know if he carried on that Leno tradition of Probably. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, I'm just I'm Jimmy here, and I'm yeah. just like you know let's let's everything's amazing and yeah. it's like fucking gummy drops and shit then, like that or whatever. Like I understand, but like Colbert like kind of made it about his like his dead family, and I was just kind of like, ah, what are you doing? Oh yeah, I didn't yeah. catch that. But yeah, man, I don't know. I've been, uh, I have moments where I've been thinking about death a little bit, and um, you know, we why had, is that? Uh, what's bringing? What's bringing? I that? don't know. I mean, well, Brody Stevens one year anniversary, yeah. Dave Metz his anniversary uh, okay. before that, and I was, I was sad I was able to go to Dave Fest, which you know, it's the second one they've done to honor Dave Metz. I'm surprised I, nobody I was shit on that. Really lineup, by the fucking way. sick. Surprised nobody shit on what? That that all straight white male lineup. That was insane. That nobody shit on that. You really think Dave Metz wanted it any different? <laughs> yeah, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm just disagreeing that nobody's. Well, like, just, what is this hey, bullshit for, with all fucking for, shit? For, all his friends going up there for non fucking Chicago comedy listeners, which I hope most of you are. Dave Metz was a really really funny comedian who had a great podcast called Palm Pilots. He de- died unexpectedly a little over a year ago, and. Shortly after he died, the comedians got together, all of his best friends in comedy, I think called Dave Fest, where they all went up and, you know, 
So Jonah's joke about how it was all white guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's the friends. thing a comedy show. Yeah. Well, that's fucking no one. I mean, I would love if someone did point that out because I'd be like, this is so yeah. classic right now. Where yeah. Now you have to diversify your death tribute shows. I know it's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be really fucking funny, actually. But we had a show for um, Brody Stevens at uh, CYSK. And, he, you know, Brody was a, a buddy of mine and really a, a, a sweet person who everyone kind of knew had some demons and stuff like that. And Brody and I bound over baseball and everything like that. And um, you know, spring training starting up. And, you know, it was weird because I'm hosting the show and we were donating all the money to like a suicide prevention thing. So you had to like, I had to be funny at the same time. Yeah. Um, but also I wanted to tell people about, hey, this was a great dude and here's why he was a great dude and all that. Excuse me. And um, but in between people's sets, like me and Blake Burkhardt and Ed Towns were watching the the Wilder Fury fight, like the legally streaming oh, that. Yeah, and just yeah. like it was a good time. Um, I heard the shows went incredible. I uh, unfortunately I couldn't be there. The shows were really good. The fight was good too. Dyson the lineups Fury's are so like, and that's the thing about those lineups. They're so eclectic and great. There's it was all over the board. It was all over the board, and it was a lot of silly fucking dudes. Yeah. And then because of that, it made it a silly night. I was talking to Joe Fernandez afterwards. He's been on this podcast a bunch. And he was talking about how, like, the, the comedians did that night is we made it clear to the audience that everyone in this lineup is, like, buddies and friends. Yeah. And he's like, I think audiences like that. For sure they do. And I know I like that when I find out, like, oh, that band likes that band. That's cool. Yeah. You know, like, shit like that. They hang out. All right, nice. Um, as long as Jeff it's not a Aust- conversation between the performer and the other comics on the stage, it, I think audiences like it. What do you mean? Like, when you're on stage, I, I this is one thing, I, a pet peeve I have is, like, when you're a comedian on stage and you're talking to other comics like through the audience like oh about yeah what? if i was just talking to you i'm like hey uh, kill gallon i guess they didn't like you know like whatever oh, well that's fucking dumb and yeah. then people are like who's killed joe kill gallon like he hasn't been up yet oh yeah if you're the host it'd be different i see what you're saying like yes. you can have those conversations with anybody that was on before you yes but okay. if you're having conversations with people that are on after you they don't know who they are oh well yeah that's completely yeah. dumb yeah, yeah, yeah for sure I, yeah. that's why i didn't know what you were saying because in my head what how bad are you as a comedian to be talking to someone who no one in the audience fucking knows yeah. as if they should know them yeah but when it looks like you're having so much fun with each other it's great like yeah so jeff um asmus who's fucking really really funny that dude's hilarious um he went up and did like a fucking two minute bit about how ugly irish women are (laughs) (laughs) which i don't know where he gets that from i know a lot of gorgeous irish women yeah obviously there's some that have had some hard years Well, your eyes are conditioned to think that that's attractive You don't think Irish women are attractive? No, I think Irish women are very, I believe my girlfriend's very Irish. Yeah, your girlfriend looks incredibly Irish, yeah, too. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I just was like, I went up after him, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this fly. So I go, uh, and he had another joke where he called someone ugly. And so I'm like, Jeff had a couple of different jokes about calling people ugly, which is funny for a guy who looks like uh, the poster boy for impotence. Or impotence, <laughs> yeah, I can't say the word. I don't think I said it right that night either, but people know what I meant. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and I'm like, no offense, he, he looks like that, though. Yeah. He looks like a guy that's like, oh, I can't get hard tonight. Yeah. Um, and th- I love the dude. He's so funny. And so the joke's funny. killer. But then- um, But people so, know that so you're we not were, coming from no, a No, no, no. People were yeah, laughing yeah, about yeah. that because they knew- I was thinking for Irish women. Yeah. And then he was like, I didn't mean for Irish men. I'm like, well, where the fuck do you think I came from, dipshit? Yeah, you know, yeah, we're like yeah. yelling off each other off the stage. Yeah, that's funny. And then I started making fun of German women a little bit. And then I said something like- Wait, what the um, fuck is that supposed to mean? Oh, no, yeah, relax. And then I said something like, uh, well, I hope everyone uh, enjoyed watching Jeff. It'll be the last time he's ever on this stage. Mm. And I'm like, well, the next time he's on this stage is uh, when we're honoring him after he kills himself. Um, <laughs> and that joke actually fucking destroyed. Those jokes surprisingly always people do well when did, you're. So I couldn't believe yeah. it. I thought like, oh my god. Yeah. Later, people ask me, they're like, "Did you guys plan that?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. They're like, oh man, it's just such a great riff. I go, "No, I didn't plan." You think I wrote in my notes, do suicide joke at the suicide night uh, at yeah, the suicide yeah, yeah. prevention <laughs> night? No. Um, but no, I just started thinking about with death. Um, 
sometimes I think about if I were to die young. And before I had kids, every now and then I think like, oh, that might be kind of cool. Really? Not like, I don't know. What's your thoughts on the Just because of like the way out. people honor you. Yeah. You know, young funerals suck. They're depressing as shit. But everybody shows up. But people, it's packed. Yeah, it's packed. You sell out your last show. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's a fucked up thought. It's a yeah. fucked up thought. Um, but now that I have kids, it's like, no, I don't want to miss anything. And I can't imagine their heartbreak. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you definitely think about like the reaction you would get. Yeah. You know, when you die when you're 90, you think, oh, what a great long life I've Oh, led. your friends are dead. And four people show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's almost, because we forget, man, it's only a generation or two. It's, then people forget you, yeah. unless you're like super, yeah. super famous. But even so, the 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 fifth best actor in 1930, I couldn't fucking tell you who they were, and that was less than it's, it's years Jordan's ago. Jordan's Bentel scene. Yeah, you just made up a name, right? So we even think famous people now, which yeah. is nice because we get slide into movies. This is gonna fuck with my brain for I don't know 20 years. Uh, think, this conversation right now. Okay, I look at this. Um, the professional, you got the DVD. The professional. We're gonna get yeah. the DVD. Uh, Jonas came with a bag of DVDs, and he's got an I insane collection. Gifts. And he did. I like Gary Oldman, great actor. Oh, he's still very he's, relevant. But um, you know, he's not dead, right? You know I know that. that. Right? Okay. hundred years from now, do you think people are going to talk about Gary Oldman? Oh no, I, that's the one thing I hate that's watching an older movie. I just think dead, 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 dead. That dog's been dead for even longer. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> yeah. Like it get really, I get really sad. And it makes me sad too because it's like, will people remember you? Yeah. yeah. I cried at that movie Coco, which I think a lot of people did. You ever see Coco? It's a Pixar movie. No. I don't watch cartoons. You you, you watch uh, uh, Coco, James? Shit. Yeah, it it it? makes you sad. Well, because it's like... What's with that? They had a great... Like, in Mexican culture, they keep your picture on a Provenza type of thing. I think that's what it's called. Or Provenza. I'm messing up the word, I think. And um, it keeps your memory alive. Okay. You know? And that's, like, just a way to honor the dad. They're really cool about that. And the one... The one kid wasn't allowed to do music because they had a great great grandfather that left the family to become a musician. So the whole family then hates music, and that tradition carried down. And he loves music, and so he accidentally enters the world of the dead. You know, oh, they that, okay. that, that day of the dead yeah. day that's real popular in that culture. And um, <laughs> he's alive though. And they know that because they're all skulls, they're all bones and shit like that in this land. Yeah. And he accidentally runs into his great grandfather who's banished, and this guy's desperately trying to figure out a way to get himself because the one day of year they all get to cross over and go be with their family again or okay. see them and he's this close to not being remembered because the only person who's still alive that remembers him is his 94 year old daughter because it's like yeah. a great grandfather and when she dies no one on earth will remember him anymore and he will fade even yeah. in the afterlife he's gone from the afterlife yeah. and so he's like I gotta try to keep that going and yeah. um, so then at the end and she's got like Alzheimer's she's losing her shit the kid comes back to that world, picks up a guitar, and his whole family's like, what are you doing? Don't get, you know, you're your mama Coco. And he starts singing the song that the dad had written for her. Oh, and then it, wow. she comes out of her, like, Alzheimer's, like, states and remembers. Okay. And then she finds, she shows a picture, because they couldn't find a picture of the guy, and he was yeah. able to put the picture on there. And then it shows, like, the fucking guy crossing yeah. over, and he gets to be back with it. And it just fucking makes you ball, you know? Well, it's scary. Like, Forgotten Legacy is very scary. I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, or, like, the fact that you're not going to be remembered eventually, right, yeah. is scary. Like, at, so I, I still have all my grandparents, which is surprisingly, um, and, and they're everyone but one, my grandfather. So well, who do you spend Christmas with? And again, can I, do, I Well, literally just by myself, and used to be my cats, but now it's just by myself. Okay, well, that's going to break my fucking heart, man. Uh, just this quick recap. Yeah. For everyone listening, we might have a lot of first-time listeners. Jonah on a past podcast, um, you get went into more detail. So I'm not going to ask you to get into detail. Yeah, now. I, won't get, I won't get too far. Um, his father and mother are both dead. That, yeah, yeah, they both died within within about a year, year and a half. Of each yes, other. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. kind of grew up rough with. Um, they're both drug addicts and stuff yeah, like that too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. 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 Um, and you're an only child, 
So yeah, you, so you don't you have Christmas, you don't go anywhere. Well, I have a small family normally, so like luckily, no, I have like uh, my I saw my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side. They're so, like in their nineties. Where they, do you wake up on Christmas morning? Uh, usually in the street. In your no, I'm <laughs> saying like you know, in your no, apartment. I always, no, I, Christmas Eve, I always spend with my that family. Like no, that any girlfriend now, like I'll ever have, I I make sure like like listen, like my grandparents in their nineties, they are the most important thing in my life right now. Like I will not not spend Christmas Eve with them. And they're in the Wisconsin, <clears throat> and then I have uh, one uncle and aunt, and then uh, three cousins from that side. That's so my you, whole family. You spend the day, the day with them. Yeah, I spend the day with them. Good God, yeah, I, yeah. I just got sad thinking you were yeah. like, looking out a window with snow lightly falling. In your <laughs> yeah, Chicago yeah, yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Christmas Day. Usually, I sp- I've always my whole life I spent Christmas Day kind of by myself. It's always been like my thing. Um, but then I used to uh, fly out. All my other side of my family is from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I still have my grandmother, who's like 96 from that, who's better on her iPhone than I am, which is insane. And uh, I have a few aunts and uncles from that side. But they're all kind of like, they all moved and kind of spread apart, which is kind of sad. Yeah. Um, but uh, the point I'm trying to say is, so I, I lost my, my grandfather on that side. And he is, which we talked about on previous podcast, he's like the father of modern day car washing, right? That's his legacy. Is he like started like Breaking Bad? Yeah, in Albuquerque, Albuquerque that We've talked about this. is the Nuts. yeah 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 is the car wash like the car wash in Breaking Bad is my family's car wash right, and uh, he passed away, and I went to it was my first eulogy. I'm crushing eulogies now, by the way. If you if you die, like let me know. Yeah, uh, ten. You yeah, do yeah. a TV five with oh, eulogies, man, I'm right? I'm crushing eulogies. This is insane. How good I am. I'll have a fucking through line and whatever. But so the point is, is that he comes in, and I'm like, I don't know what's gonna expect, and like. People flew from all over the world because he infected. Uh, he affected infected. It affected so many people's lives because he's like, I'm in the business I am because your grandfather was such a hero to me, right? And I did, I had no idea that he was this big. I mean, he's like in the uh, car wash hall of fame, like inducted. I didn't know there was a fucking I didn't car know wash yeah, hall of fame. Every fucking stupid little, <laughs> like, there's probably like a hat makers hall of fame. Yeah, sure. Um, and it's crazy, but like all those people were old, right? And then a year later, my whole family sells all the car washes which was like my identity forever so that's all gone now so there's no octopus car wash anymore so like now nobody knows what that is and like my yeah. grandfather at one time was one, the most respected person in the world in car washing and now anybody that starts car washing they don't fucking know who that is yeah and it's one of those things was like how do you how do you how do you have a legacy that lasts forever which i think is why i'm in comedy because it's like you know like we all are going to remember carlin right yeah, I think maybe in the Not back of my head, I always over. wanted to gravitate towards something that would I could leave my Me mark. Me too. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? It's like why? Why else are we here? Right. Yeah, that's why I think I've I've liked uh, you know recording these album slash specials because it's like that'll be there forever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, but who who knows who's gonna listen to it and and fucking hundred years. I think it'll be different going forward now because there's so much. Um, we're we're way more connected now than ever before. Mm-hmm. Like, if YouTube was around four hundred years ago. And I could watch videos of my ancestors. I would fucking watch that. Yeah, me too. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you binge yeah. that shit? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so my I grandfather think... was like a, a bomber in World War II and got shut down. Uh, got shot down in enemy lines. Yeah, you'd like read that behind blog. enemy lines. Like literally, he had to live with just his gun and making his way back into allied fo- like area. Like that's yeah, that's, that's crazy. my literally my grandfather's. That's what he did. Fuck man, let's make that a reality show. You know? I know, and it's just like I have no, I have no written word, I have nothing of that, and that's so great about our generation now, is we have, and everybody's trying to re- record everything, and people are like, oh, it's bullshit, but it's like we think it's we too have much, but our family can look back. I think we're gonna appreciate it later. 
Yeah. Everything gets appreciated later, though. Yeah. You know, I'm not the first one to make this point. Other people have made the point where... Yeah. Except for baseball cards, they depreciate. Well, a lot of shit does depreciate in value, for sure. Yeah. But, like, uh, think about... You know, I know everyone's like, oh, people are on their phones too much. Or before that, people are on their computers too much. You watch too much TV, too much. I'm sure when the radio came out, it was like, too much radio. Yeah. I'm sure before that, it's like, all you kids do is play with that wheel. Go out in the fucking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go out in the desert and throw it. I get it. There's fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Creek sparks you. You know, I mean, it's just. Oh, we can eat normally. So cool. Yeah, Yeah, you invented the spoon. I don't know. Like, it's it's just endless with that shit. So I I get it. It's called a dildo. (laughs) Get out there. (laughs) As much as I shit on. Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, I definitely think social media. I've learned to embrace a lot of it. I I think though, and I, I won't change my mind about this. I definitely think there is some negative negative parts of it, but there's For negative sure. parts to anything. Right. Like when TV came out, there was a shitload of there's still a shitload of negatives to television. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, yeah, you, you could it's propaganda. You could lead people one way or another. There's yeah. advertising that makes you think you're a loser if you don't have something and all this kind of shit. And I'm sure radio did that stuff before and. And, and like that's just the thing. Anything that's positive, we're human beings, which means we're flawed. Right. We're gonna find a way to fuck it up a little bit and, and ruin it in that sense. Um, well, I'm, I'm glad you know you fucking have someone to be with. But the legacy thing, I think, will be better going forward now because you know if I have a great 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 grandchild, and they're gonna look up their last name and right. find some shit. Yeah, which is cool. So that and then part do you think they're nice. gonna be like, ah, I probably would have cut that down a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's fucking he swore too much. You know, yeah, there's a couple too many fucks in that one. Yeah, like it's, it's good, it's great, it's fine. But you know, we get it. You're a dad. Would you, get would over you it. be proud if you had a kid that was like gay? Absolutely not. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, that's a given. I mean, we're on the Kill, Kill Gallons pub. I mean, we don't even need <laughs> to say joking, that. Everybody, yeah. you guys yeah. know that. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys know that, right? Do you, you know that? You're positive. <laughs> I, I know, dude. I feel like I'm that guy that I make um, an obvious joke and then I have to be like, you guys do know I'm kidding, right? No, I've been there all the time. I've done that in an, in a lot of eulogies. You and I both have to get over it. You more so than me. Not to cut you off, but like, because I know you're getting in there, the, a kid thing. You and I were talking about no. this. So I'm like, dude, you you always do the whole thing where it's like, oh, I know, I look like a broy douchey bad guy. Yeah. Most people that the shows you go to look like you, so they're kind of like I'm growing I'm out of it. Yeah, too. I am growing out yeah, of it for sure. Because I'm yeah. like, and also Which I, I kind of stopped doing that. Oh, I understand why you used to do it because yeah. I used to I used to lean towards oh I got to address it too because yeah. alt comedy was so big and all these fucking rooms were filled with these hipsters and it was just so well. Nobody wants to see somebody who looks like they have it all together. I don't get that. Right? I think you're wrong. Really? I think people do. I think the average person wants to see someone who's they can hang out with. No, I think somebody wants. Yeah, they want to be like that guy's cool, but oh, I'm fu- they're fucked up too. Like, it's kind of like that's why there's I've, been eight people to sell out Madison Square Garden. Okay, so all eight of them are like people who seem approachable and cool. Yeah, but like, but when you get to he- when you hear them, they're not right. They're kind of fucked up people. Uh, right, mean, and well, that's the thing with somebody people, that was on Dale's podcast last week, which is uh, <laughs> frustrates me because it's like when you're a comedian and you're up there and you're trying to act like you're the coolest person on, on the block, yeah. nobody wants to hear that shit. Nobody wants to hear about being like, yo, I'm the coolest person here. But like, what, what's better is like, it funny, you think do. I have it together, but guess what, motherfucker? I don't, right? And that's like, oh, I don't either. Like, you know, like that's kind of like, yeah. so like comedians that like try to like have fake bravado on stage is frustrating. But like, it's kind of nice to like be able, the fact that like, well, anything fake is frustrating. Well, the right? issue that like comedians are like, you should not be self-deprecating up there. It's bullshit. No, it's like, I can make fun of myself. Who said that? Um, what's her name? Hannah Montana? Yeah, Hannah Montana no, said that. Um, Hannah, Hannah Gatsby? Yeah. 
Is that her name? She said that. I think her she special was, was about that. About self-deprecation, how she yeah. couldn't do anymore because it felt like. And I get that when you, it's hard. Well, when that's you're, her obviously opinion. Obviously, when you're whatever, woman, you know? like it's you're already being told how you know gross. Oh, it's well, all right. Well, so I, I get that as a female perspective, but as a male perspective, it's like you should be able, like. As long as it's fucking funny, well, and there's you like, so, like the, yeah. um, then you're genuine. That's why I yeah. think it is. I mean, there are some comics who it's it's all silly made up shit, and it's fucking great. Yeah, you know, there are some other comics who believe like, oh, everyone should be like Bill Hicks. I'm like, no, they should not be. Because if every comedian was the same, it'd be really bullshit. So boring. That's what I love about stand up, and if a good if a show's booked correctly, um, you have variety. There's variety yeah. in it. There's different yeah. you know takes on things, and, yeah. it's, and it's different kinds of humor. Um, way better than like improv or sketch because it's one person can, you know, at the steering wheel. Yeah. Um, each. You know, have you seen good improv corner. before? It's yes, a real I have. Thing. Yeah. I have. Okay. It's a real thing. It's a. It's, it's rare. Kind of, here's the thing: is this is what I'll tell you right now, and <laughs> no, then James, you should listen to this. Like, okay. Uh, Stand up is consistently better. Always. In, the worst improv I've ever seen is literally unbearable. But like, when you wa- are watching good stand up compared to good improv, you'll laugh harder at a good. Im- like, I've never laughed. So I've laughed so hard that my back of my head is hurt at good improv. It's it's very far and few between. Um, it's it's so goddamn good. And people that shit at improv, I get I have a big issue with. It's because they either haven't seen it or they're just afraid to do it. Or it's easy. Or they've heard other people it's shit not. on it. It's the hardest no, thing in the world. It's, I'm doing it's improv easy on to Sunday. Shit on. And I haven't done on. it in eight years and I'm freaking the fuck out about Again, it. let me correct you. I didn't say it was easy to do. I said it's easy to shit on. Oh, easy to shit on, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, people hear like a thing yeah. and they go, oh, that's something to shit on. Yeah. And so they join in whether they really truly hate it or not. But also, the majority of the people that are involved in that are pieces of shit and I hate them so much. So well, there you a, go. <laughs> but like, you know, yeah. Like everyone's like, theater types. Like, Ugh. let me make this clear. I do not like the band Nickelback. But they do not deserve the hate Hard that they've disagree. Gotten. Hard. I'm kidding. Yeah, they don't. But like, I mean, I, people are like the worst band ever. I'm like, yeah. no, there are way worse bands. There are. There are way worse bands. And you know, there's a couple nip- Nickelback songs where you're like, okay, that's the a WWE tapper. song. Forever was the Nickelback song. Oh really? And yeah. I didn't realize it was a Nickelback yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, I thought it was right. an alright song. I'm it's like, like, this song's pretty decent. Who is Dane this? Cook. And like, Cook has some really good bits. Yes, like, that Kool Aid yeah. Man joke is fucking hilarious. It's great. Yeah. But again, the whole idea that like people want to see someone fucked up, they want to, they might want to hear some fucked up takes. Yeah. But I don't. I really think that notion. I think there was a a, a big blip. They're not a blip, but like there was a big um, stretch of like maybe six to seven years where this alt comedy was super popular. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like these are guys who read comic books and do stand up, and they're not. They you know they're they're beta male type dudes, and they're like fuck jocks and all that kind of shit. And the whole beta male alpha male thing is such a weird concept to me. I yep. never put any thought into it until like the last year or so when it's been thrown around. Cause it's like they're just dudes. That dude likes that. Everybody's that dude likes that. Different. I don't yeah, fucking yeah. care. Right. I don't understand the class. I'm friends with both. I don't get right. like we. Everyone just wants to put everyone in a box, yeah. which is hilarious to me. Because the people who are putting everyone in boxes are supposed to be the people who don't want boxes. Yeah. You know what I mean? We shouldn't have to check off anything on a form. There shouldn't be male, female. Right. There should be 47 things you could check off, or there shouldn't be um, Hispanic, African American. It should be, you know, it shouldn't yeah. matter. And yet they're the ones that are always like, "You're cis. You're fucking well, uh, a boomer. You're a fucking yeah. this. You're a fucking." Everyone's got to have their own little box. You know what's crazy about that is that what I my take on that, and I'm 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 gonna add to what you're saying. And I've never heard that, you get political, by the way. Are you about to get political or not? No, I'm not gonna be political. But I, this is societal. this is societal. Like I think the issue is is that like the people that w- what you're saying are putting different boxes those are the people that were put in a very low status box during their developmental years and now they're in a a, a position to then put these people who they once thought were above them in some way or like maybe felt like they're being shit on because of now they're now it's their chance to like get their revenge yeah and it all stems from 
feeling like you're not being heard or like you were shit on when you're younger instead of using like empathy and been like oh nobody should feel like that it's like now I have the opportunity to do that to somebody 100% agree yeah. with you Jonah and, it's crazy. and I tried this as a fucking bit man where I talked about how yeah again you don't want equality you want revenge yeah. and I say like that's how I would be yeah. If I were now getting to that point, yeah. you know, if I were a woman, I wouldn't be like, I don't want shit equal now. I want you fucking get a dick implant and get in the kitchen. Like, yeah. you know, I would be like that and and that would make total sense. It yeah. would like you look at like this shit like some people are, dude. Think about how much if you're a, a you know, when did we learn about slavery in grade school? Pretty young, a like third grade? So what's what, what are you talking about? When did we learn about slavery? What is that? Okay, it's cute. Okay. James, uh, pretty early, you, pretty early. Pretty early, right? You definitely learn about slavery within like the first three years of grade school, right? By fourth grade for sure. Third I mean, grade, I think. I've smoked all that out of my brain, but I'll say okay. <laughs> I, I, I remember. I remember learning it. Being definitely ten years old and school. knowing about slavery. Yeah, 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 so yeah. fifth grade max. How much would it? I can't. I should have a black comic on to talk about this another time. But like, have you ever had a black, a black comic person? Of course. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. A lot <laughs> no, I know. I'm um, name that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you get um, past, <laughs> if you can get past two fingers, I'll be impressed. Yeah, Clark Jones. I know, I know, Michael I know. Robinson, yeah, yeah. Eric Nicole Clark several times. David Lamont. Anyway, um, I love Eric. Too. Eric is so great. Yeah, dude, I love like, all those people you mentioned. By the way, anyway, no, yeah, I, I just would always wanted to know, and I've never asked any of my friends this: is that what was that like finding out? Oh, wait, wait, people who look like me were fucking enslaved. Yeah, Hold, like my ancestors. That's yeah. how we ended up over here. That's, yeah. You know, they holy fu- fuck. Yeah, that's oh man, I would be like pissed because I'm I'm like you know I'm second and a half generation Irish. Yeah, you know my family's been here for not you know since the 20s and one side or something like that 50s and um I every now and then when, if I watch like a movie like Michael Collins with Liam Neeson which is about like you know the IRA in the early like yeah. teens like late teens and almost 100 years ago now actually good pull dude um nice pull yeah right yeah if I watch any of those movies I think like. Fuck English people, man. You really? know what I mean? Even though yeah. I've got English friends and they're all great. And there's, I'm, yeah. I'm, I think we have English listeners who are great. And my favorite bands are from England. Yeah. And, you know, but still you watch that shit and you're kind of like, they were oh, fucking with my goddamn great, great grandparents and shit. Yeah. Or great grandparents or grandparents even. And and you just think, well, if I feel that, how much do they feel? You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, and Jewish people have to be like, if you're like a little Jewish kid and you're reading about the Holocaust, that's got to yeah. be like a motherfucker. Yeah, and that's where I think is the average white that. person, like the average white dude in America, whose family's probably been here fucking to 150 years or so, and they're like, "I'm white. I'm, I'm like 19 things because my family's been here so long. They fucked everyone and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't know what goes through. They, yeah. they, they don't realize how much that must suck because they don't have a, a thing like that. Right. That is so interesting. You said that. They yeah. don't even know why their families left their countries of origin. They right. Just think, oh, I, don't, I don't know. They came, yeah. came over here like in 1821, I think. That's interesting how you like you kind of like I mean understandably how you put that shit like I like this um this cancel culture thing I I I I think I'm putting my own shit on because like I watched my uh, mom uh I mean she was like 35 years recovered before she like she jumped off the wagon right and during that time I watched her be because she would have tracks on her arms because yeah. you're not gonna lose that and I watched her be judged all the time and then be treated like this is you're an addict and that's all you are right yeah so brutal. then when people cancel people and then they're like well that's all it or that's all all they are like the, that's the other person it's like well allow them to fuck up and grow right yes and I heard somebody say this in an interview but it's like you're call yourself a progressive but you don't let anybody progress that's insane. yes yeah yeah, right? yeah it's like what are you doing like 
I, I don't, and I watched my mom I think go it's a that. label to make themselves feel better. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, by calling well, themselves a progressive, they get away with being not yeah, a progressive. But it's like, you don't know. You can't be. You, no one's born perfect. You you learn how to become the best person you can. And how do you do that without fucking up? Like, there's. there's yeah. Like, we all have stories in our lives where we're like, oh, man, I don't feel good about that at all. Right. But it's like, that makes you feel bad. And that makes you not want to be like that again. Right. Absolutely. So the thing is, is like, you can't be like. You can't be, and that's why I love when people like call other people, and all of a sudden like, "Well, you shouldn't be calling these two people because you're a motherfucker too." And it's just like, yeah, we all are. We're all motherfuckers in a, in a way. I mean, especially me because I fuck my dead mom, and like yeah. it's like this crazy thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, but like, I mean, I think in a long in a, in a some form and another, I, I wholeheartedly believe in this: is that like my mom was just so hard. It's just like you're never gonna. My dad was more of that. You're never gonna change. This who you are. And he never believes in himself enough to change because everyone's like, this is who you fucking are. I know. I think it gets really hard I, I with people because I know that I would lose my temper even quicker. And I know I'm comparing a bad temper to some other more serious No, it's all in the same vein. It though. is in the same vein. Where Unlike, when I would start to get mad, someone would be like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd start to get mad and then I'd try to catch myself. And then someone's like, we could flip out again. It's yeah. Like, Maybe I am fuckhead. What are you gonna like? Because you, you, it's put no, right there. It's why so hard shouldn't to, I? If that's what you expected me. Yeah, right? and then Fuck you, you. steer into the skit eventually, man. But it's interesting. Back to the whole they want revenge thing. I've thought about that, and 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 I know we've talked about cancel culture a lot on this podcast, everybody. But it's something something that's just still fucking there. Um, and I know people try to be like, does it really exist? Because did that guy really get punished? Or would they lose a fucking paycheck for one week? Or whatever. Like, it's the mentality that bothers right. me. Like, some of these people, yes. Harvey Weinstein should be like, in jail the rest so of his I life. So I was late 15 minutes. I shouldn't be fired. It's like, you were late 15 minutes, motherfucker. You're like, oh, I should be fired then. That's my whole life. And it's like, yeah, these people. Yeah. What kills me, though, is is the mentality behind it, like I've been saying with this shit. I realize my, my, my example probably wasn't. wasn't <laughs> That's why I didn't dive into it. I didn't yeah. really fucking, I didn't, yeah. I didn't, yes and you improv fans. Thank you. Um, fucking though, I think about the type of people who are all the first to be like, cancel them. And that is a yeah. comment people make. That's how cancel culture became a thing. That's why they chose the word cancel because people were commenting, cancel this person. Yeah. Canceled. So-and-so is canceled now. That's literally what the tweets were, and that's right. why it became a thing. So when the people were like, cancel culture isn't real, I'm like, how did that term come about? No one just picked that out of fucking air. Yeah. But what kills me is the type of people who are the most likely to say cancel someone or to join in that mob mentality are the people who weren't popular growing up. Right. They've been brushed off their whole life. Yes. And so I get it. Which shouldn't happen. It it should not happen. Yeah, yeah. I empathize with them. I sympathize with them. I forget the meanings of those words sometimes. And um, (laughs) not sympathize. And I, yeah, and I think that's awful. And I do think there needs to be a fight. So this whole um, thing that's been going around the last week, Brad Williams is a dude. um, I don't know him super well. I did a couple shows with him at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood back when I was living in L.A. And was a nice dude. Uh, a kid in um, New Zealand or Australia, a nine-year-old dwarf. Than he is? Oh no, he's a nine-year-old dwarf, and he. Um, but Brad Williams saw it because he's a dwarf too. So, yeah. they, by the way, dwarf's the technical term. Uh, it sounds like I'm being a piece of shit, but that's really what it, it sounds is. real magical. It's it kind of yeah. like does seem like <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, he was being bullied so much at school that like he was crying after school and he's bullied and picked on every yeah. fucking day. And he's like, I want to kill myself. Nine-year-old saying wants to kill himself, which is so fucking like as a parent, especially that shit breaks my heart. Even oh, more of course, here, that yeah. stuff, you know. Um, and it should break your heart regardless, of course. And anyway, um, Brad Pitt, uh, I'm said Gary, Brad Pitt, and I'm saying I'm, I'm looking at movies too much. Yeah. Um, 
Brad Williams started like a GoFundMe because he's like, I'm going to show him that there is good in the world. Let's, uh, I'm going to fly him from Australia to Disney and take him out for a day and let oh, him know, great. and you know, yeah. I can relate to him because I, you know, we have the same thing. And dude, it raised over like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Wow! The, the, it was the ten thousand was the goal. It went up to like a hundred fifty thousand. I think it was That's almost two hundred thousand. Only so one hundred fifty thousand was the first like twenty four hours, and it's been growing in all these other publications. And Hugh Jackman was like, you know, everyone's like all this stuff. And then of course, there's the fucking conspiracy theory nuts on the fucking Instagram and stuff like that. I know James is part of that. Someone was saying like, oh, he's actually like eighteen. And then another person was like, okay, well, this is his mom's Facebook, and this is timestamped to 2011 of her holding a baby that looks like a fucking dwarf. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean to say fucking dwarf. That F word is more towards the people. <laughs> right, who right, are, right, right. That F word, I know when you say the F word in the wrong part of the sentence, yeah, yeah. it does make you come off as a dick, that great Bill Bird joke. But that was more towards the people who, because there's always someone who has to find the negative. Right, yeah. They, they hear this story, they go, I, like, mm, I got it. I got it. Yeah, because, and well, also there are people like out there who think things. bullying's a good thing. They go, no, bullying's a good thing because I got bullied and you overcome it and all that shit. But the people and then, that got bullied are bullying the most right now because they're trying to cancel everybody for their for their mistakes. That they well, made, no, I'm talking know. about more like the meathead type of dude. I hear you. Okay. Who, I, I hear look, and you know, I'm a meathead too in a lot of ways. So yeah, you're your fucking piece of shit. Right? Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, there's a difference between, the, no, I, and I got into this with my one buddy because he was just like, you know, giving shit like, oh, fucking bring back bullying. I'm like, dude, what you're describing though, because he later explained more, I go, well, you're, that's busting balls of people you're already friends right. with yeah that's completely different yeah me giving you shit like you know when i i joan and i produced a show together for a while yeah you know still do but i'm more of a producer name only and i admit that um i had to step back because i'm a parent everyone but when we're a when performer I, when, name what's that you're more of a performer name yes yes so when i'd see you every week and you would run the music i'd give you shit about the music selection yeah, yeah. we're clearly friends though right and, um, and a lot of it was busting shops right Right. Obviously, I did want a few songs in there, but it of was course. a lot of Boston shots. Yeah, yeah. That's different than he's like, you know, people want to hear Nirvana. I, don't know. I was like, what? They want to hear Nirvana. Nobody wants to hear Nirvana. Yes, they do. If there was someone I didn't know, yeah, some like open mic comic, and I just started teasing them all the time, and this is a per this isn't a person I would ever hang out with socially. Then yes, I'm bullying and I'm being yeah. a piece of shit. And those people, yes, don't do that. Right. You're I, you're going out of your way to make someone's life miserable. And if you're a parent out there. Honestly, if my, if my kids fucking bully someone, I can't tell you how fucking much in trouble they would be and how yeah. fucking much of a failure I'd feel like as a parent yeah. if I find out my kids are bullying other kids. Right. I don't know how – it, it would make me – if I was a parent of one of those kids and I'm like, hey, fucking Tommy, are you fucking bullying this poor this right. poor kid? Are you are you making him feel like he wants to kill him? What the fuck is wrong with you? I right. didn't fucking raise you to be that guy. Maybe I shouldn't be swearing at the kid. Maybe right, that's right. Exactly that's probably because you bully your kid. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bully him. But like you know, I would definitely be heartbroken to some sort of point where I'm like, I clearly failed you as a father, and we no, need to that's make making you fail. But 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 it's like one of those things where like, okay, so your kid is doing that to somebody else, right? So then it's like, okay, let's figure out why. Yes, yeah, good point. Right. Maybe I missed, you know, as a parent, maybe I, I misstepped somewhere and I didn't know that I was treating this. Maybe he's dealing with his insecurities. He's taking it on somebody else, you know, what it, whatever it is. But it's like you, you talk to them. Yeah. Right. You don't scream at them. You talk to them. Right. The big like any relationship I've ever had where like someone's been some way or this way or whatever. It's just the most important thing for me is like, why are you being like that? Yeah. Right. Because if I understand why you're being like that, I can be a more sympathetic to 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 it at if it's at me or however and you know like then i can work with you with it and i know how to attack it a little better right for sure and that's like that's one of those things too like i know like you know through these last three years has been hard for me and there's been times where i've acted out and i i and i've sat back and i've been like okay i'm not that's not like me what's going on 
oh, okay, like this is these are shit that's happening, <coughs> right? Like the, the few times I've acted out at CYSK, right? Yeah. A lot of that has been more personal that I've just kind of projected. It isn't always. Whenever I lash out at people, it's usually like, hey, I've got a million things going on, and this just happens to be the thing yeah. that pushes me over the top. Yeah. Um. Anyway, well, anyway, I just wanted to, you know, I, I kind of want to change gears because we're getting a little fucking sad right now. Um, you know what's not sad? DVDs. Yeah, man. <laughs> the fucking... Um, I'm a little... My throat's killing me right now, too, so we're going to wrap this up in a little bit. Uh, the whole thing with the whole bullying thing, too... And you're right. When I meet people who are like, I was bullied. I was bullied. Yeah, I know. I was bullied when I was really little. I I was bullied so much in high school, I stopped going and I got kicked out of my high school. Oh, shit, I didn't know that about you. Yeah, and I went to alternative school. Guess what? Guess what happens by senior year? You know, all the bullies kind of disappear because they all go to alternative school. So I had to go to alternative school with all of my bullies who I ended up becoming good friends with, right? Yeah. Because I, I walked in and I'm like, oh, this is some bullshit right now. And well, they just reunited you with fucking these people? Well, it's um, not their fault. It was just like, because they were like, you have the worst attendance record we've ever seen. And I'm like, I just don't, I I would, I would like call in, I wouldn't call in, I would not go to high school to go work at my job. Yeah. Because I had, all my friends were there at my job. I was making money and I felt like I was accomplishing something. At school, I was getting bullied for my first like three years. Nonstop, every day. Like every single day, and I remember See, that switch from not like being bullied to sh- being bullied. I don't, yeah, did I hear stuff like this? It makes me just want to like shield my kids from this world. But it, it, it and made I know me that's not the right approach. Yeah, uh, it, makes it made me stronger. It makes me stronger. Kind of stuff, you know, because yeah. it's like I, it's just well, it made you stronger. But think about all the people that didn't make stronger. Yeah, that's think, true. You know what I mean? That's true. Like there's you know, but not if you can't, all the if same. You, if you can't go through your adolescence without adversity, you're not going to be a good person. Your life's not, gonna fall apart. No, don't use the word good person. Because your life's good. Gonna, yeah, but there's a lot of good okay, people not a good who person, handle But things. you're not going to be a functional adult. That's fair to say. Yeah. Or you're not going to make it. You could say, or or life's right. not going to be good to you. But I wouldn't say good person. I mean, I know you probably didn't a mean good, it that a good way. Good person. But, I, mean, I meant you're not. You're not going to be a functional adult. Like you're not. You know, some of the best people you meet will be really sensitive, right? You know, yeah, there's, yeah, they're, they're not. There's, okay, I've they're always hear people. stories of people. Okay, you're not being, listening to what I'm saying. This guy's not listening to what I'm saying. Well, I mean, you 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 misspoke so incredibly terribly that I feel like I have to. Uh, oh I did. I should get canceled for misspoken. This is my that's yeah. my point, right? Like, no, but James was all about it too. Mean. I think James pointing at you like, "Fuck yeah, man!" No, I think I he's know, being man. like, "Yes, dude, yes, yes, motherfucker." He goes, "Yes, bitch, yes." Yeah, but I, I think you guys are both missing the point that like. If you can't overcome shit, like there are a lot of people, okay, which cracks me up because James is such a big progressive, fucking work harder. Get your goddamn health insurance. You know what I mean? Don't fucking raise taxes. Work harder. You're right. Well, then why aren't you a Republican? I go I, fucking be a libertarian. I'm more complicated than just okay. Well, a I mean, it's the same a, fucking like not everyone can lift themselves up by their bootstraps, I, and not everyone can I, overcome sure. fucking bullying. What I'm, what I'm sure. trying to say is, yeah, I agree with I agree with a lot of the things you're saying. Obviously, you're. I mean, I overcame parent, it obviously, and I became a guy that no one wanted to fuck with. Most yeah, people, yeah, yeah. no, that do. was kind of like a thing. Right. That's why yeah, we're most all people here. Do, but you know, that but makes me it fucking see, breaks my heart. That the problem can't. is you're part of the problem. You're the one that wants your kid to have a participation award, and I don't even want my kid to like sports. Really. Yeah, dude, they're fuck. I have to drive them to practice yeah, and shit. Okay, That's a yeah. motherfucker, man. No, I told you. No, because they ruin sports. It used to be the kids wherever you fucking lived. Hey, that's the park a few blocks away. Yeah, yeah. The park has leagues. That's where you go. Yeah. Now everything's this travel shit. Really? Everything's yeah. travel. They made it this fucking racket of an industry where it's like you and your kid have a chance to play in high school or college. They better join these nine fucking travel leagues, and yeah. then they specialize you. Yeah. No one plays three or four sports anymore. You got to focus on the one. Yeah. And the endless amount of driving I hear from people, and then they <laughs> they do it because. It's their kids and they love them, but it's like a fucked up thing. And yeah. they ruin that shit. 
Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Drink as much as you want. Man. Uh, no, I agree. I, 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 dude, like you're where you're coming from is hundred hundred percent right because you're coming from as a parent. Obviously, you don't want your parents to. You don't want your kid, your parents. You don't want your kids to be bullied, and obviously, you don't want your kids to be become that person because you think that they should be better than that, right? And I totally see that hundred percent. But I think like losing is important. Like understanding that like life's not always going to work out for me is important. You grow up from that. You shouldn't be bullied, but like there are going to be people out there that don't like you that um. Like what changed me the most in my life, uh, I was bullied a lot and I was really insecure and, and I still am, but like insecure and like uh, maybe maybe an introvert, all that. What saved, what helped me the most is becoming a comedian and realizing if I want to be good at this, I have to fail. Well, yeah. All the time. Right. And that's how we get thick skin. And that's how we're like, I don't give a shit. But I learned that through. Adversity. I don't want to shield them from failures. I just want to shield them from like the fucking bullshit people out there. Agreed. Yeah, I, I do. That you I, have yeah. to encounter yes. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of fucked up things. But to, to not understand that you're going to go through life. You, sh- you shouldn't go through life without something bad happening to you. That's bullshit. I'd be. Dis- no, I didn't say that. I dude, mean, think about that. Like not to like I never want to. I do. I hate sympathy and I never want to be like, oh, woe is me. But like. Not a lot of people go go through what I've been through, right? And there's so much more to all that in such a short period of time. But because I have the parents that I had that were always honest with me and said that we're fucked up people, like be careful, you yeah. know. So I knew not to be not to use drugs, or I knew not to do this stuff because my mom was like, "Listen, this is in your blood. I'm an addict. Your dad's an addict. I've your dad has never recovered. I've recovered. One of the reasons why your dad hasn't because he doesn't believe in himself enough to know that he's worth being sober. Yeah, I know that I am, right?" And all that shit, I knew that, like, that's why you always be honest. Even if you feel like this is fucked up. Because, like, your kids will soak that shit in. When I was, like, when I was young, my mom was like, I'm o- I will always do what I say, and I always will mean what I say. Like, I'll mean what I say, and I'll do what I say, right? Like, that's, a, that's what I was learning on. And then also when I was 18, my mom was like, you're 18 now. You can do whatever the fuck you want. If you fuck up, you got to deal with the, the, the consequence. That was also a very thing, good thing I learned. So I learned that, like, I can be a shithead if I want, but I have to understand that, like, I'm going to suffer. Yeah, I think, Mike, I hear you. Yeah. Everything you said was a great point, man. Um, but comedy, at the, at the most part, wrong with it. has made me confident with myself enough for, like, I well, I know adversity, and I know, like, thick skin, and I know, like, and also I know myself well enough because we dive so deep that I know, like, when my dad died and my mom died, I, I'm going to be fucked up for a while. I know that things are going to affect me, but I have to be as self-aware as possible or else I'm going to do some things that are going to be really damaging to me and the people around me. Yeah. And I've been like, you know. Well, bringing up death again, you ever sometimes think we only get one go round? Yeah. So who gives a fuck? I disagree. I think it lasts forever. Oh, yeah. But like, yeah, so you only get one life. And I hear people say this a lot. Oh, you got to sometimes you got to eat shit to really make it in this world. It's like, how about not? How about who gives a fuck? Right. Because we're making what world? The world that other people set up? Right. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's, that's their world. Maybe what? not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sometimes I look at everything around me, and and I know I have a lot of times on this podcast where I'm like, things are actually better than everyone realizes, and they are. But still, you know, sometimes I, I see stuff in the world, and I see all this stuff, and I go, man, it'd be nice to just live in the middle of fucking nowhere and not to yeah. deal with any of you and any of this fucking yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. Right? And to just have what you want. You know, we, we were talking about legacy about 40 minutes ago or whatever. <laughs> sometimes I also think, who gives a fuck what your legacy is? Right. Sometimes I think, you know... I think because going into the world of entertainment, yeah. people think, oh, if you don't become some megastar, you were a failure or whatever. Right. Dude, shit changes. Sometimes I think to myself, I don't know if I want to be on the road every fucking weekend. Right. I've got some comedian friends who are like, dude, let's plan a tour. Let's go fucking. I'm like, dude, I don't want to be out. Of, I don't want to be gone for a month. Right. I had some friends who were telling me, dude, you could do like, you know that thing you do about this? Right. You could make that a one-man show, go to fucking Scotland, do the Edinburgh Fringe yeah. Fest. 
dude, that sounds fun. And I'd love to go to Scotland and perform comedy. Don't want to be there for a month. Right. I don't want to be away from my fucking family for a month. Well, I think that seems awful to me. You know what I mean? Well, you know what's great about that is like, what's great is that life you have to understand uh, revolves around shifts, right? Ten years ago, you would have been like Edinburgh for a month. Fuck yeah! But guess what? You got married and you have kids. Your life shifts. Yeah. And now that's your world. And the thing is, we live. We we yes, we have one life. But we have one life of many different worlds. We have our adolescence. We have our our twenties, our thirty, our these relationships, this stuff, all this shit. And the thing is, is like you can you can move from one world to another very easily, but yeah. just understand that you're leaving a world for another. So you have to kind of put that shit behind you, right? Like I know my world now is like. But you don't have to. Well, my world now too is like I get married. Yeah. I don't have a I don't have a final dance. I never had that conversation with the dad, right? That I know that. But that's what it is now. That's my world now. That's the world I live in. Can I fucking be all a bitchy about like, oh, my poor dad, my poor mom. Like, yeah, I can be sad about that, but it's like, it is what it is, and I got to fucking deal with it now, right? I can be funny sure. about it. I can laugh about it, but like, it's a shift. We shift. Our whole life's shift. Yeah. Always. Ultimately, I love doing this podcast and love having a conversation with you. Sorry we got real serious, but I like No, I was these. fine with that. I wanted to get into some silly fucking the DVD shit. Um, Judgment Night, everybody. Anyway, Jonah, real quick, has an obsession. Like, he's... I've never seen a DVD Blu-ray collection like yeah. this. You go to your house and you got a really nice apartment. It's a whole fucking wall. Yeah. And which is, I remember even joking with you being like, dude, when streaming came out, you must have been like, I should stop this. No, you no. still go hard. No, it's, and it's you had like shit, oh, you had unopened packages from like different websites from yeah. around the world. You're like, yeah, yeah. I haven't even opened those yet. I haven't yeah. even like, and I'm like, have you watched? What percentage have you watched? Lately, a lot less than I used to. Because it's hard to keep up. Because I just buy, still buy, 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 buy. Because I'm like, yeah, it's And crazy. they don't appreciate I mean, no. you might have some where it's like this some is a rare do, some find. Don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of baseball cards where you like you think they do, but they never do. Like they're just it's just cardboard and plastic. Yeah, right? this one, yeah. But like I just like it because like people are like, oh, hard copy is not here to stay. Well, it it is like because the people like me, it is. But also like, dude, like the iTunes is not, not going to be around forever. It's just not. Yeah. Right. All this shit's not going to be like a lot of movies that you're holding right here are not on streaming. Well, I mean, I look at it like the way people vinyl collections. Yeah. And no one looks at them like they're fucking idiots now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like this, well, the hey, quality's this is tangible, better. I can hold in my hand. Well, not with 4K, like the quality's better than streaming. It's nuts, but you got this big bag and you're just giving away for free. You got yeah, Last you Boy Scout. Um, out of sight, I don't know if I want this one. You can take That's that That's really one. good. So, so is it good? Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room, I'm pumped to watch that again. I haven't seen that in years. Judgment Night, one which of my is so movies. fucking nuts because I caught this once randomly late at night. Like, you ever fall asleep and you yeah. wake up with the TV on? And I'm waking up and I'm like, oh, man, that's the best. And they're getting into this big, you know, RV thing. And it was um, fucking uh, Jeremy Piven when he was bald. Yeah. Jeremy Piven, that nice dude. Uh, working with the Laugh Factory. The soundtrack started rock rap. Oh, did it really? Holy yep. shit. Anyway, it's a really good movie. Dennis Leary is like this. They, they witness a murder and then they. One of the most realistic they, they chase like, action movies. It is. It's yeah. a fucking great action yeah. movie, man. It's, it's a good like, Chicago they, movie. It is a great one. Anyway, you got some other good ones here. Yeah. Very bad things that kill a prostitute. Yeah, you for the people, Rambo. I have. I think I have 3,000 DVDs. 3,000. Good God. Blu rays, DVDs, 4K. Uh, movies. 3,000 movies. 3,000 movies. All right. Sorry, James, that we got a little uh, yeah, sorry, caddy there on air. Um, I really no, because he's. A good conversation. No, I remember him before saying someone's, you know. Uh, that he's coming over right. here to record an intro. Usually I figured in, you I would think. leave. I figured he was going to leave this, yeah. go into the other room, and record it on some sort of Zoom. You're right. That was the impression it's I was his under. fault. Because I, cause he said, like, oh, they'll be here in like 20 minutes. So I didn't want to, you know. Anyway, that's why I feel like a dick now for not understanding, but also fucking wasn't very clear. All right. Um, but I think that we had a very good talk. We did a good talk. I we ran the gamut. Talk, um, I, I, just, I, I just feel bad now because I didn't know, um, you know, we were going long. I want to say, uh, wrong, real quick. I need to go to sleep anyway. Is that like. 
um, like I think it's my sixth time on here. And then we become friends. You know, we ran a show together and you moved back. We weren't really friends, close friends before. We were acquaintances. Yeah, acquaintances. I, dude, I really fucking love how close we've gotten. And I like talking to you. This is I really, fucking love talking to you, This is one of my too, favorite man. conversations I've had with you. You're a good man, yeah. Jonah Jenkins. Yeah. You're yeah. good people. And James Loves a good chat, Yeah, too. I love James, too. James and I have gotten really close since last, like... Yeah, James and I have gotten really close in the last year too. And so yeah, it's, just it's like been really, really great, great. getting yeah. uh, getting getting the shaft and working out with you a bunch of times. The, the past I fucked up months. my back, but it's better now. Okay, yeah. right. <laughs> it is better. I did fuck up my back, yeah, which we'll is why see. I don't do. You're just scared no that I'm going to lift more than you in front of you. No, you probably will. I'm not that strong. Okay, you guys are I awesome. Don't have a problem with that everyone, problem. everyone's amazing. Be good to each other out there. It's a better society than I lead on. Um, you guys are great. Check out uh, all past episodes on iTunes. Write a review. It goes a long way there. Check out all the other podcasts on People of Comedy Network. People of Comedy Network is on Instagram. You get great information there. Um, you guys are awesome. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, good stuff on the way. This has been Kill Gallons Pub. Cheers. And Jonah Jerkins Podcast, Pedals and Pricks. If you're into The Bachelor. Yeah. Great Just, podcast. You're into Jonah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, Sorry you. about your cat. Love you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.